Welcome to The Trouble with Sex, where we get up close and personal with leading experts to expose the naked truth about sex, love, and relationships. I'm Dr. Tammy Nelson. As a sex and relationship therapist, I've helped thousands of individuals and couples improve their sex lives and enjoy intimate and fulfilling relationships. Together with my guests, we'll talk about the latest trends, answer your questions, and share insights into the most pleasurable, sometimes painful, but often forbidden aspects of the human experience. If you've ever been challenged by the concept of monogamy and what it means to you and your partner in your relationship, you're far from alone. Communication around the meaning of this one word is a huge component of how I work with couples. That's why I've been honored to be invited to do a TED Talk based on my book, The New Monogamy. To watch or listen for tips on how to make your relationship sexier, search for Dr. Tammy Nelson, TEDx, The New Monogamy, or go to thetroublewithsex.com for a direct link. Today's guest on The Trouble With Sex is Isabella Mize. She's the director of member relations for Ashley Madison. Some of you might have heard of Ashley Madison. It's a married but dating website where people go specifically to find someone to have an affair with. There's a lot of controversy about this site, and Isabella is here to tell us about the men and women who use the married dating website every day. And through the insights she has and talking to these people, she's going to tell us about the struggles that accompany marriage, monogamy, dating, infidelity. It's amazing. This site, currently more than 20,000 people are signing up a day for Ashley Madison. And Isabella has been instrumental in helping me understand infidelity. She helped me with some of my questions about affairs when I was writing my new book, When You're the One Who Cheats. And I'm thrilled to have her here to share with us. Welcome, Isabella. Thank you for having me. I'm excited to be here. Yeah. So you said that new members since 2002, we're talking 60 million people on Ashley Madison. 60 million men and women around the world have sort of come to us since 2002. Uh, and what they're ultimately seeking is discretion for uh, their affair relationships. So they are you know, mainly people who are currently married and looking for something else um, that they're not getting in their primary partnership. So they come to us um, for that discretion, for that community of like-minded people where they can meet and connect with someone who they have something in common with, which is Again, that mutual need for discretion. So it's fascinating to me. You are a young, beautiful woman. Thank you. (laughs) And, you know, you can tell us how old you are if you want, but you don't have to. And here you are as this director at, um, at Ashley Madison, which is this married dating website. And you talk to people who are cheating every day. You know, that's your job. And your job is to connect with the media, to connect with the community, to tell people like us here at The Trouble with Sex what is actually going on. Like, how do you feel about that? Tell us the truth about what that's like for you as a person first, before we talk more about Ashley Madison. So you would think with a job like this, and I'm in my early 30s, so I'm not yet married, but a lot of my friends are getting married and we're at that point. So... 
this topic is already so prominent in my personal life. So to have marriage and monogamy, marriage, monogamy, you know, commitment, dating, dating all of that stuff, you know, is what I'm talking about every day with my girlfriends, with my my peer group. So to have that carry into my professional life as well is to me, it's an education because my peer group, we're at the beginning stages of that, mm. of marriage, what that looks like. Right. So we're so hopeful. We believe in the grand ambition of love. We want the fairy tale and all of its promises that come along with it. But I get to talk to people that have sort of come up the other side mm. where they, you know, that fairy tale they were sold as a kid, they know that's not necessarily the case. So how does that not jade you? How does that not so, make you so discouraged about love and marriage? Yeah, one would think I would be cynical and hopeless and, you know, sort of down with, you know. Down with love. Down with love. But the truth is, it's actually the opposite effect. And we like to say, you know, Ashley Madison's the world's greatest marriage counselor because we hear from people every day, what might have gone a bit sideways in their marriage or what maybe is missing from their marriage. And we hear how that impacts them on an individual level. Oh, that's interesting. So now you have a list of things not to do and a a list of things that you're going to do better in your relationships. And I mean, I'm, you know, my parents are happily married. They met when they were 14 and they've been together ever since. That's a long time. It's a rare love story. (laughs) Um, But, you know, even when I talk to my mom, you know, she doesn't want to tell me all the nitty gritty details of what went wrong or what the highs and lows of her marriage were because she still wants me to be hopeful. She wants grandkids. You know, but how does she feel about you working here? Uh, I think it was an, I think she had to wrap her head around it at first. It took her a minute. Um, but she's, you know, luckily she's really supportive of me and my career and where I want to take things. And she knows I'm a marketer. So when you're a marketer, you work in public relations or anything in that industry, you know, you, you want to push the boundaries, you want to push yourself. Mm-hmm. You know, your, your job really is to help educate people and sort of change perceptions. Mm -hmm. So she was, she saw past her own, Mm -hmm. I think, reservations. But it took Mm -hmm. her a second, for sure. You know, you're so good at it, too. Like, when I first met you and first started talking to you, you were not just trying to sell people on, I I think everyone should have affairs. You were not either judgmental nor promotional. You were just saying, you know, look, this is what people are doing. People are cheating. And they shouldn't just cheat with random abandon, if you're going to do it, you should be really clear about what you're doing. You should do it with some sort of integrity and you should align yourself with what you're doing so it doesn't hurt the people that are still home. Exactly. So I mean, I've been with the company for almost two years now, but you know, way back when it started, the premise was that there were a lot of affairs happening in places like the workplace, the office. Uh, there were a lot of married people going in the bars and taking off their wedding rings, or they were crowding singles dating websites. So the website was born of this idea that if you're going to cheat, if you're going to step outside your marriage, why not be a bit more, like you said, thoughtful about it, a mm-hmm. bit more discreet? Mm-hmm. You know, we always say we're in the business of successful affairs, which are undiscovered affairs, right? So, you know, when they take place in your personal life, your your social circles, your professional circles, they have you know, real potential to, to damage your life. And I think what we're trying to do is help people have more discreet relationships. So I'm just going to play devil's advocate because you Absolutely. must hear this all the time and you're prepared for this question. But you're basically helping people lie and cheat. So how do you wrap your mind around, like, maintaining your own integrity around that? Like, I I hear what you're saying, and I know our listeners are going, yeah, but you're promoting lying and cheating. Like, how do you live with yourself? I think when I first took this job, I wasn't there yet. 
I don't think it was something I just snapped my fingers and understood. I took this job knowing that I had a lot to learn. And I approached this role with a deep curiosity. And I said, if I can come to work every day seeking to understand who exactly our members are and why they're here, then maybe, you know, it will help me represent them in a sense and speak on their behalf. Because I think that we are conditioned to believe that infidelity is just one way and it's black and white and it's not. And in fact, that has taken me, you know, 18 months to realize because every day I speak to people one-on-one and I'm actually, you know, having conversations with people who, you know, this website in a sense saved their marriage and sort of saved their happiness because they were in tough spots, you know, things happen in a marriage, you know, a spouse gets sick or they're no longer able to participate sexually in the relationship and the other partner is left making a choice between their own happiness or the relationship or their you know vow of being faithful you know and how do you so true how do you make that call it's so true and I I do appreciate what you're saying because just in my work with people who have affairs and what I found in my own practice is that a lot of people cheat to stay in their marriage absolutely and so I hear what you're saying that you have had to like reevaluate your own view of what's going on, that it's not black and white, that people who cheat, it's not like they're all bad people they, where they wake up in the morning and they, go, and they go, like, how can I hurt my partner today? Like, what am I going to do to destroy my marriage? Like, a lot of people do cheat to save their partner uh, some kind of hurt or um, betrayal. And that is complicated. Relationships are complicated. Monogamy is complicated. It is. And I think it incites a lot of fear in people because it forces them to look at their own relationship maybe. So I think a lot of people shy away from understanding it because it might force them to be a bit introspective in terms of their own relationships. And Such it's, a hard, a good point. it's a hard place to go. And, you know, I think it was even you who said this, you know, people who cheat aren't bad people. They're people who simply are struggling with an element of monogamy. And that's something that I'm sure at some point or another we can all relate to. Whether we act on that or not, you know, we're all human. We all, you know, have those urges sometimes and some people are able to, you know, not act on them. And that's great, but it doesn't necessarily mean they're a better person. It just means that they've made that choice. And for other people, the choice is, you know, their own level of happiness and fulfillment mm-hmm. so that they can maintain their marriage. They right. can they can be happy. They at can home. be happy and they can mm-hmm. be a good parent and they can be a good spouse. And how many of those people that aren't out and having an affair online or actually hiding it. We don't know that. Right. So we're going to come back to that in a minute with a question from one of our listeners after a quick word from our sponsor. Hi out there to all our listeners. I wanted to tell you about my favorite good, clean love lubricant, Almost Naked. It's totally organic, and it was named one of the safest products on the market by an independent scientific research study. Best of all, our friends at Good Clean Love are offering our listeners a 15% discount. Go to goodcleanlove.com and type in TTWS15 at checkout. That's TTWS15 for 15% off. We're back, and I'm Dr. Tammy Nelson. I'm here with my guest, Isabella Mize. She's from Ashley Madison, the Married But Dating website. We have a question from one of our listeners who wrote to me on social media. I don't know if I am into monogamy, but my partner is. 
is it better to have an affair or be honest about it and have an open marriage? Well, certainly, thank you, Jeff. I appreciate you writing that. Certainly, uh, my book, The New Monogamy, talks about how to recover from infidelity, but also to create a monogamy agreement where you can have a conversation about just those things, what's implicit and what's explicit. And I don't know if Isabella can tell you exactly what's better for you or for your partner. I wonder... Jeff, if your wife's not or your girlfriend is not happy either, (laughs) I know, um, Isabel, there's a lot of women now signing up for Ashley Madison. Can you tell us, like, what's the gender difference? And can you maybe address what Jeff is asking? Yeah, so female and male rates are quite balanced at this stage. So we're globally averaging at 1.11% active females for every one paid male. So again, quite balanced. And I think, again, in terms of whether or not it's the best course of action to open the marriage or try approaching that conversation versus going the route of having an affair. I mean, that's deeply personal. Obviously, everyone's different. We have had many people come to the site um, who are in an open marriage. We have had people who have met on our site while married to different people, left their partners for each other, and then come back to our site and opened up their marriage and are both back on our site together. And uh, cheating with other people? They're, yeah. Oh, but in an open way. Correct. But being honest about it. Correct. So, so that's interesting. Do you think it's like uh, moving more towards open marriage on the site, including people in open marriage and polyamory? Our core constituency is still married daters. Okay. However, we definitely see a segment of our membership that have gone that route. So there are people that, um, you know, they're on the site with the knowledge of their spouse. Mm-hmm. So their spouse isn't their spouse isn't on our site. Their spouse is not sleeping with other people, Interesting. but they are aware. Uh-huh. They've sort of given their their spouse a, a green, uh-huh. or sorry, a, a green light, you know, or a yellow pass, light, or yellow implicit light. permission. Exactly. Or, yeah. Um, interesting. Um, but there are couples who are um, active on the site together and in an open relationship. And you know, even with those people, you'd be surprised at you know how few people they tell. So I think the topic of open relationships, and maybe it's for another day, but I definitely think it's one that you know, there still is an element of taboo around it and people are still wrapping their head around it. But we've seen many couples experience success who have gone that route. And I think, you know, it's certainly something worth considering. Why do you think more women are on the site and more women are cheating? So I think there was a stat out there uh, that says, you know, rates of female infidelity have risen by 40% since the 1990s, um, but rates of male infidelity have remained you know, relatively stable. And I'm not sure if it's that more women are cheating or more women I are think just, just coming out. I think it's that there's <laughs> there's just less risk of them coming out. They're, they're mm-hmm. more empowered mm-hmm. and there's less for them to lose now. Right, I think they have before, their own jobs, their own money. They can keep their children. And I think, yeah. you know, in 2019, women aren't really willing to put themselves second anymore. They, If they are not getting what they need, they mm-hmm. will go out and find it and they will mm-hmm. do so. They want sex. Yeah. And the women on our side, I mean, they, they're there and they're there for the most part to find sexual partners. They want to get that need met and they're pragmatic in their approach about it. You know, mm-hmm. they... Laser focused. Yeah. And quite mm-hmm. frankly, the ones that I talk to report very little guilt, mm-hmm. which is also the interesting... You know, mm-hmm. that, that 
topic of guilt is an interesting one to unpack. See, I think sites like Ashley Madison kind of level the playing field for women. So it used to be you had to wait around until somebody asked you out or, you know, men sort of had the power in these relationships. I think in a way, you know, the fact that women can sort of search out there for what they're looking for and approach men that they're interested in or deny men, not answer back, you know, if somebody approaches them, I think in a way gives women the same level of power and control that men have always had in these relationships. So in a way, the fact that it's, pretty evenly balanced on the site is interesting to me from a sort of a sociocultural perspective. But what about people who might realize, oh my God, I made a mistake. Like I cheated. I don't think I want to do this. Is there like a way to cover your tracks? I mean, there's so much controversy about Ashley Madison. There's fake bots. And once you're up there, you can't get it down. And what do you recommend for people? I mean, the topic of digital lipstick is one we always talk about, you know, in 2019. Digital lipstick? You're reducing your digital lipstick. Okay, tell me so, what that means. What the hell does so that mean? So when we, you know, the old saying of, uh, you know, lipstick, lipstick on, on your guys, collar. collar. Yeah. yeah. Oh, um, awesome. So you're know, reducing our digital lipstick, meaning, you know, we can only, we can definitely, our site is set up in such a way where discretion's the priority. You know, that's built into everything that we do on Ashley Madison. Everything from, you know, how you set up your profile to sort of how you communicate with people. You know, you need to invite them to access your photo gallery. And, you know, we really want to, you know, make that discretion piece a priority. But, you know, there is definitely a responsibility on the end of the user, you know, beyond that in terms of, you know, you don't want to leave your cell phone unlocked, hanging around. It's usually you how people get caught. Your laptop open. Mm-hmm. I mean, you need to also take those precautions mm-hmm. on your end if you are going to go this route, uh, you know, and that definitely requires a level of mindfulness. How do you deal with this question of like, is Ashley Madison real? Do they have real profiles? You know, all the controversy that sort of followed it into the present. So that's something that does definitely come up a lot. And one thing we did earlier in my role here at the company was we brought in Ernst & Young to do a full audit of our membership, which confirmed again, Things like, you know, no use of fake profiles and the gender ratio on our site and our membership sign-up numbers. And they came in and did a report for us. And again, I joined this company and put a lot of thought into it. And I feel very good about where the business is and where it's going. So let me ask you one last personal question. Do you think you'd ever have an affair yourself or be with a married guy? If there, I've learned one thing. It's that, you know, never say never. Yeah, I'm, <laughs> like I said, I'm unmarried. I'm 33. I'm hopeful about my romantic future. Mm-hmm. I want the same things that a lot of people want. Mm-hmm. I want to be happy. Uh, but I'm not naive enough to say that I'm immune to infidelity, mm-hmm. both being cheated on or being the one that cheats. You know, I don't know where life will take me. I do know that I feel more equipped to have those tough conversations with my partner or whoever I end up marrying when those things do come up. And I will, you know, stay committed to my authenticity, my truth and what I'm looking for. And the rest, you know, you have to see how things unfold. Mm -hmm. Life's a funny thing. Life's a funny thing. And monogamy is a funny thing. Monogamy is definitely changing. It's hard to even define monogamy. And so what I tell couples out there all the time is to define your own monogamy and don't let anybody else define what it means to you. And your level of honesty and disclosure and transparency is the thing that defines your monogamy, regardless of what your parents' monogamy look like. Today's monogamy might look quite different. So what advice can you leave us with for anyone out there trying to navigate 
relationships in general, monogamy, or even if they're trying to have an affair or get out of an affair or they're screwing up their marriage or screwing up this whole idea of monogamy or even having a hard time navigating their own cheating behavior. What do you recommend for our listeners? I think if you are going down this path, you know, it's something you need to put thought in. You have to be honest with yourself. Honest cheaters. And I think you said this in your book, where even people who cheat want to live a life with integrity. And I think that all starts with being honest with yourself. We set up Ashley Madison again in a way where we encourage our members to be transparent. In a lot of ways, we are the most honest dating platform because there aren't any pretenses. When you sign up, you are saying, I am a married person and I am looking to have an affair. So you're telling our listeners, if you're going to do it, be honest about it as you can in the space that you're going to do it. Exactly. And Mm -hmm. I think there's a level of honesty with yourself. There's a level of honesty with the person that you are going to engage in that outside Mm -hmm. relationship with. So if you're going to be in an affair, be honest with them. Yeah. About who you are, what you want. I think a lot of times when, you know, we talk about the other woman or the other man, it's sort of like they don't exist. They don't have feelings mm-hmm. and they don't. And they do. Mm-hmm. You know, we, we're we all humans. We're all trying to do our mm-hmm. best. And I think that it's important, even when you go down this path, to still be mindful. Don't be careless of people's hearts and emotions. Mm-hmm. And I know that sounds funny coming from someone who works at a married dating site, but I think, again, we are trying to set up a way for you Mm -hmm. to carry out a discreet and undiscovered affair, one in which, you know, a lot of times we'll keep marriages together. So we have one last question from a caller who's calling in about being, it's interesting you brought it up because they're calling in about being the other woman. And it's a lesbian woman who said she was having an affair with a married woman and the married woman ghosted her. Does Ashley Madison and married websites and social media encourage infidelity? And should she shut everything down? How does she get on with her life? Thank you, Leslie, for writing in. I appreciate it. And I'm sorry you're going through this. Yeah, I think I can relate. I'm sure a lot of people listening can relate to being ghosted at one point in their life or being the ghoster. Especially in your age group. I feel like 30 to 39, that like whole age group. I think you invented the word ghosting. Yeah, there just seems like there's a a lack of accountability sometimes. And I don't know that there is malicious intent behind it. I think a lot of times people just don't know what to do. And unfortunately, they shy away from the courageous conversation. And I actually remember, you know, one time getting broken up with and he was so honest. And we hadn't been dating that long. But I remember just thinking... Why can't everyone be like this? Mm-hmm. He was he was kind and he was honest and he was direct. And I think we need more of that. But unfortunately, and again, I've been guilty of it. People get uncomfortable with those mm-hmm. difficult conversations and they just avoid it. Mm-hmm. And I wish it weren't the way. And I think, you know, your approach of just taking a break from social media and, you know, pausing that part of your life can never hurt. You know, I, I go for walks. I'm a big believer in just clearing my headspace and meditating and working out and sort of forgetting about it for a minute. Um, That's great advice. And just sort of, you know, resume life. And mm-hmm. they you were happy before they were in your life. You'll be happy after. <laughs> That's good advice. So you were happy before they were in your life and you'll be happy after. And taking a break sometimes from social media and getting outside. I think sometimes uh, nature absorbs emotion. And I really like this idea of 
being transparent and as genuine and truthful as you can be, regardless of who you're with, whether you're talking about the person you're having an affair with or someone that you're in a relationship with, whether you want to stay together, break up, have better sex, more sex or less sex. If the truth is your true north, you always have a direction. Thank you so much, Isabella, for joining us today. You've been a fantastic guest. It was my pleasure. Thank you for having me. In our next episode, I'm going to talk more about seven steps to surviving infidelity, even if you're the one who cheats. We're going to talk more about my new book and get even deeper into this topic. This episode of The Trouble with Sex was sponsored by our friends at Good Clean Love, revolutionizing sexual health with organic and natural solutions made by women for women. To find out more, go to thetroublewithsex.com or email me at drtammy at thetroublewithsex.com. Join our mailing list, follow us on social media, sign up for our newsletter, or send me a question. The Trouble with Sex is produced by Brandy Savitt and Jane Applegate. Audio post by Flavor Labs, Brian Quell and Eric Stern. And our music is by Bruce Hirschfield.